0: and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Dumbay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself.
3: Bear with me, friends.
4: This reminds me of the Sims music. <laughs> All
3: right. We're live. We're officially live. And this time, no kid at school to be picked up. It's nothing stopping us. We can chit-chat for as long as we want. So uh, thank you for joining us as we welcome you to the MMA Fighting UFC Vegas 14 post fight show. I am Mike Heck. No fancy Fedor sweater tonight, but happy to be joined by the rest of the horsemen. Jose Youngs is here. EKC Leiden is here. AK Lee will be joining us, but he's not here quite yet. But uh they're the Coward. <laughs> coward!
2: Show your face, AK. Where are you, Candy Lee? <laughs>
3: I don't know what's funnier, that image or <laughs> the, the image of Shorty Torres' empty chair during Between the lengths, Just amazing stuff. But uh, we, we promised yesterday during the shortened pre-fight show, preview show, that uh, we would make it up to you. So we're going to answer a lot of questions tonight, but we're going to talk about the main event first. Let's talk about Rafael dos Anjos. He got me all sorts of fired up with his walkout song, walking out to Kumite from the movie Bloodsport, A-plus entrance song, taking on Paul Felder. Who replaced Islam Makachev on just five days' notice. The fight was grueling. It was fun. Both guys brought it. RDA was super impressive when the action went to the cage walls, and in the end, former champ gets back in the win column with a split decision, which is just ridiculous. I'm sorry. I love Paul Felder, but to score that fight for him is just it's just absolutely ridiculous. But uh, Jose, thoughts on that main event? RDA's return to 155 and, and a very successful one
4: at that. Uh, it looks like field Dos Anjos had been in a full fight camp, and Paul Felder had not walked into an MMA gym in, what, four months, four weeks, whatever he said. So uh, Paul Felder looked great offensively, uh, especially in the, uh, the early rounds. Like He was looked real crisp, looked quick and everything, but that just goes to show you that he's been doing kickboxing Muay Thai so long that it's not hard for him to just get off the couch and get in a fight but his defense just wasn't there like he was getting hit a lot he was getting tagged a lot with the end of rda's uh strikes and he couldn't stop the takedown and he 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 was holding his own on the ground but his timing just wasn't there defensively offensively it looks like he had he hadn't missed a beat but i just don't think the timing was there to try and avoid any damage coming his way but it is what it is he took the fight on five days notice so don't hold it against him uh it's pretty much i thought rda might get a finish at some point in the later rounds especially if you took him down with one of those uh, arm triangles arm chokes that he he's put so many fighters away with but paul felder held him off survived lost should be a unanimous decision i had it 5-0 rda i can see the i can see the argument for 4-1 felder but no there's no way in the world paul felder won three of those rounds i think even paul felder looked surprised uh, when they read the scorecard so yeah rda 5-0 on my scorecards
3: yeah it was it was just one of those fights. Like Felder had his moments. It looked like maybe the first and second round were, were kind of close, but then RDA just kind of took over with his just that grueling you know game plan that he always brings to the table. He looked fantastic tonight. Casey, you were on the preview show yesterday, and you predicted that this main event would be quote a five round snoozer. You could not have watched this fight tonight and thought, oh man, this fight sucks. Like the fight was the fight was great, was it not? But all kidding aside, what, what did you think of it now that it's over?
2: I said, I said a five round snoozer in the sense that it's going to be a, I thought it was going to be a dominant win, much like, uh, I thought it was going to be a, a RDA versus um, Anthony Pettis type performance, which I feel it pretty much was, uh, I mean, what no, it wasn't a snoozer, it was definitely a fight at night, it was actually more exciting than I thought it was going to be, but I felt if RDA wanted just to, 100% used out wrestling. It could have been a snoozer, but I think RDA wanted, I think, I think he wanted an action fight and he got one, but I think he also is a very smart fighter. And he realized, Oh, if I'm, if I do this all stand up, yeah, maybe Mr. Felder. But I think if I use my wrestling, use my, all that training I used to train for Islam, I'm, <laughs> it, it was just, it was just a smart, smart, smart move by um Mr. Um, Dos Anjos. And look who we have here. Hold on. Hold on. We have a, we have someone calling in right now. Who, who
3: is this? Oh, it's my best friend. Hi. Hey, buddy. Oh.
5: <laughs> thought I'd... I would uh, did not think you'd have it set up. That I had to go through the... What's going on, everybody?
2: Yeah. Well, welcome to, to the live post-fight show. Oh, exciting. <laughs> okay. Well, yes. back back what I was saying. Um, what was the question? No. Um, it wasn't a snooze fest, but um, it I think Jose actually said it. it was, it looked like RDA on a full camp versus a very, very good striker with no camp who was training for a triathlon. <laughs>
3: AK. Uh, uh, welcome. Welcome. And uh, you were looking at this fight. I believe it was like almost like a similar comparison to like the Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier fight. Like there seemed to be sort of like a, you felt there was like kind of like a blatant disrespect towards RDA, but this is one of those, like don't you know who I am type of performances from Rafael Desarges. Like you said on this here channel that RDA heading into this fight, despite not being in this division over the last four years was a top five lightweight in the world. Do you feel vindicated right now after tonight?
5: Uh, of course I do. You guys all, Casey, <laughs> me. What? Casey laughed at me. He laughed at me when I said he was still top five. I said I'd put him above Daniel Hooker. I said that's that's for me is like the kind of top five, top six. And I said I put I put RDA up there. Uh, yeah, he looked he looked great. I think I think Casey's right as well. Yeah, it's I mean it's literally what he described. It was a a, tra- a trained a very highly trained well prepared fighter versus a guy who just admitted uh, post fight that uh, Nepal Felder said that he hadn't been in an MMA gym in four months. And frankly, he didn't look that, I think he didn't look that bad. I mean, you heard, if you heard Bisping on commentary, he was definitely beating up his boy a lot. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of truth in that. He actually did, he, he did, he did look, uh, look strong at moments tonight, especially in the standup, of course, grappling was a whole other story. This is something we discussed on pre-fight show, right? Where it's, uh, when you're facing someone like RDA, it's not just about being in shape. It's it's his skill set is so diverse that um, if you're not drilling a lot of the things that he's strong at, uh, not just the wrestling, but um, RDA kept catching with that straight left hand. I mean, that's something that again you would catch, you would you know you would pick up on in training, and you would drill, not getting caught by that little things like that. And and you only have uh, twenty five minutes to adapt. And uh, I th- I thought Felder did a great job for for what it was, but uh, that grappling of RDA is on a whole other level. So yeah, I stand by it. I think he'll see a num- he'll see a number back next to his name again this week when the
3: rankings come out, and I think it'll be uh, number five. Jose, Paul Felder had a great speech during his post-fight interview. He basically called out the fighters who missed weight saying that, you know, I haven't been in an MA gym in four months. I still got on the scale. It sucked, but I got to 156. I did my job and then I went in there and fought five rounds. But the more importantly than anything, he said that I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to fight. Are you surprised by this? Because it seemed like a lot of people felt this was going to be the swan song win or lose for Paul Felder. And it seems that that is not the case.
4: Well, I think I said it on the on the preview show. If he did lose, I think it would be a matter of how he would lose would determine uh, if he sticks around or not. If he goes, if I said if he goes five round and it's a close fight or if he looks any sort of competitive and doesn't get finished, he'll probably come back just because he is the, the, the type of competitor that he is. But the fact uh, if if he had just got gone out there and what happened to uh, uh, Chaos Williams opponent happened to Paul Felder, You probably wouldn't be fighting again uh just because he it was like a litmus test for himself to see if he could hang in there he lasted all five rounds Mm -hmm. so no it doesn't surprise me that he wants to come back he's was super fired up he didn't look like like you said like we all said five days notice and he was actually competitive against a former champion so no i'm not even remotely surprised that paul felder's coming back uh there's also there's a with the addition of michael chandler uh in the division paul felder uh like and I don't want to say coming out of retirement but confirming that he's not heading off into the sunset lightweight just I know everyone talks about bantamweight women's strawweight uh men's welterweight and all this stuff but I have been saying the lightweight division is the best division in the UFC and I just think that these two these additions to the the top 10 just con- uh reaffirms it in my mind
3: well said uh ak we're going to save our you know, our fight predictions for on to the next one. But Casey, if you are the UFC, if you are the one with the book right now, what do you do next with RDA after tonight's victory? Markachev. <laughs>
2: it's like, that, that guy's still, I mean, he's still, I mean, I don't, we don't know how, how, it was a staff, they said uh, staff infection. Was that what it was? wasn't, wasn't the runner, right? Staff infection. So, um, yeah. Which also could be a week and it could be six months. I mean, guys have you no know, self-infections could be really bad, so we don't we just don't know. Assuming Mokachev isn't um available. <sighs> it's like, actually, that's the thing with that's the thing of RDA. Like he's that's always kind of been the problem RDA. There's no real storyline with him. It's just like, yeah, it's like he's good and he's he's a high-level fighter. So I think any fights really good. I can't hooker i don't know anyone it's like i don't think i don't think there's really a particular oh i got to see rda fight this guy that's kind of maybe that's actually kind of a problem as far as like the ufc building and there was there's no like urgency to see rda fight a certain
4: guy to me at least Sorry, think, that, that, that,
2: that was a very non answer for you. Okay. <laughs> um
4: well i think it just just i'm going to base mine off of um what do you call it Tri- uh, b- process of elimination so i'm assuming Poirier and Connor are going to fight in January. I'm assuming Tony and Chandler are going to fight either December, January, February, whatever you want. So process by elimination, and I'm assuming he's not going to fight Habib uh, because he already lost him. He's not anywhere near title. I wouldn't mind Hatfield Dos Santos versus Justin Gaethje. I think that's an absolutely awesome scrap uh, for both man. I mean, uh, Gaethje has had beef with Paul Felder in the past. If Paul Felder had won, I think that's the fight I would have wanted the most. So in my mind, I'm just going to keep just replace him uh, with. With with Dos Desanos or the Dan Hooker fight, that's an awesome fight. The Charles Oliveira fight's an awesome fight again. Jafiel Desanos, uh, because when he left the lightweight division, the yes, there were a lot of these guys in the top 10, top five, but right now I think it's the best it's been in a long time in terms of pettiness. Anyone in that top five outside of Habib, if he does retire, could be the champion. So, uh, my answer would be Gaethje or Hooker, but selfishly, I would want the Justin Gaethje fight because that. That's just a violent scrap between two guys who just continuously move forward.
3: I like it. I like it. It's definitely something to think about. Uh, the bonuses for the night have come out. Uh, fight of the night, Hafield Dosanjos versus Paul Felder. I don't think anybody's really surprised by that, but if you're Kay Hansen and Corey McKenna, you're probably like, Ugh, you got to be kidding me right now. Uh, and then the performances of the night, pretty obvious chaos. Williams is getting one of those 50 G bonuses. And then uh, Sean Strickland, with a wonderful performance against a really tough guy in Brendan Allen. He gets it done. He gets an extra 50 G's, two wins over a 14 day stretch for him. So a pretty good night. So at this point, I mean, we talked about the main event, but we owe the listeners some time. We owe the listeners some questions after yesterday because we were kind of pressed to press for time. So let's go to the peeps. Let's go to the peeps, see what they have to say. We can uh, talk this car. We can talk a potpourri of different MMA topics.
0: and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself.
5: Mike will wait till our show uh, uh, you know, in the next couple of days to, to do our official, like, who should he fight next. But um, I do think one thing that makes it so difficult for him is that he is willing to fight anyone. I mean, he uh, he has that reputation. Uh, so I think it was a lot of people, I think Luke Thomas, one of them was tweeting out, like, sort of, oh, here's the last, like, 10 guys that RDA's spy. It's an insane list of people uh, for someone to fight and, like, not... And I mean, he's got title shots in there, so it's not like he was only getting tough competition and not being rewarded for it. Uh, he's been rewarded accordingly. But, um, yeah, he's, he's just fought a murderer's row his entire career. Uh, he has an easy fight in forever, and uh, and he'll fight anyone, and the UFC knows that. So, unfortunately, that's, uh, that that kind of makes it difficult to fantasy matchmaking,
3: because he won't, he won't say no. Am I the only Andrew Nally asks? Am I the only one who thinks Cass Williams versus Nico Price would be crazy? Of course, that would be crazy, right? <laughs> what, what do you think <laughs> what, about that? What do you think about to, that, Jose? Only one.
2: I,
4: I like. I the, like. I like, the, <laughs> I like the fight as a fight, but I think. Like, Nico is at that point where he should be fighting, like, he just fought Donald Cerrone. He just fought Vicente Luque. Like, I'd, I really like Chaos Williams as a fighter a lot, and I like Nico Price a lot. There are just other names I would choose Chaos Williams to fight first before he gets Nico Price. Like, again, but if they make that fight, I'm not going to plan That fight is awesome. I just think it might be a step back in terms of name value for Nico Price. And then, yeah, I know he chaos Williams is the big guy right now, and we've we joked that he's the he should be the Hamza and he could be the fighter of the air if he gets one more, and fine. But he's not that right now. That's there's a lot of what ifs. Like could he, could he, could he? I'm already instead right now. Why, why, why is Dana 8, selling 8, him like that? Yeah. Because it's Dana White. It's and, <laughs> at 8 15 PM. Arizona time. That is now what Chaos Williams is. I would like to see Chaos Williams fight La- Lizette or uh, Liz Meneer. Is that his name? I can't even pronounce yeah. his name. I would like to see that fight considering they're the last two guys to beat Abdul. Uh, I can never I can't pronounce this guy's name either. Razak. Uh, the last, yeah, they're the last two guys to beat Razak. Uh, I know Sean Brady broke his nose, so he. I wanted that fight, but that fight's not going to happen. The Bala Muhammad fight I like too, just so if you want to slot him in against Bala Muhammad or... Um, uh, uh, michelle Pereira, i know alex Ooh. always wants to bring him up any of those fights i'm down for but nico price i think it would be a step back in terms of name value but i like the those fight because so, you know they're both coming off really impressive wins over the same opponent and liz was supposed to fight on the fight island card uh before he was pulled for testing positive for COVID. so he if, if they are going back to fight island in january february march and liz wants to stay on that card i think that's a fight that i would be very interested in
3: it's interesting. Yeah, we were we were talking before we hit record about you know comparing chaos to Hamzat because I mean Hamzat has to be brought up on all of these shows at least once. <laughs> but I mean, look just just Check. just look at the resume right now. Done. Look at the UFC resume. Chaos Williams has fought twice in a total of fifty-seven seconds, and he's knocked yep. out Alex Morano, who just had I believe his eleventh or twelfth UFC appearance. Who just beat tonight. the guy
4: that Hamzat beat? So naturally, he's getting the welterweight title shot.
3: <laughs> Move over, Leon
2: Edwards. You're back. You're unranked again. You're unranked, Leon Edwards. You're out.
3: Maybe. Hey, listen. Like, you know, there's th- there is there is a lockdown in the UK right now. You never know. Maybe they they thrust oh, chaos into not. that spot. I, hey, I don't think it's gonna happen. Is, is there such thing as on. a non-crazy Nico Price fight? Like you
5: kind of Nico kind Price. Of, I'm just looking. At it, it's like it's kind he of. He hasn't had a non-crazy fight in like ten like ever. I'm looking at his entire career. I don't think he's had a non-crazy fight. nico price fights start at crazy and then you you work. i mean you have the potential to work back from there usually they start at crazy and escalate from crazy so uh chaos yeah (laughs) would be perfect i mean you you couldn't ask for for a better matchup so andrew nally you're correct uh no sorry you're wrong you're not the (laughs) only one i'm pretty sure all of us are thinking nico price versus chaos or anyone uh is a crazy fight
3: that would be a crazy fight RDA versus Chandler, similar size and good first test for Michael
4: Chandler. Jose, what do you think about a RDA versus Michael Chandler possibility? I love that fight. I I, I absolutely love that fight. I just don't think I think Michael Chandler is going to fight Tony Ferguson. Considering um, Michael Chandler wants a big name, and since and he wants to fight Tony Ferguson, and Tony Ferguson, it's like any like any time the UFC can get Tony Ferguson. Into the octagon and any sort of happy is a win because it seems like him and the UFC are always at odds. So if Tony Ferguson is asking for Michael Chandler, I have I imagine that's what the UFC is going to do. But say Michael Chandler or say Tony Ferguson gets hurt or whatever. It trips on another cord, and Rafael Desanos decides to back up his own words and say, I'm always ready. I'll fight. And they throw in RDA versus Michael Chandler. I'm not going to complain.
3: I like that. I mean, I like the matchup. I just wish... You know, I mean, good on RDA for calling out Chandler trying to be opportunistic. 100%. There's nothing wrong with that. So we we knew that wasn't going to happen.
4: No, but you, you got to do it. what you like got to do. Exactly, planting the seeds for down. Like I said, if Tony Ferguson can't make it because we all know Tony Ferguson, there's no guarantee he's going to make it into the octagon uh, if he signs a contract. So if if RDA stays ready and backs up his words, and he goes, "Look, you turned me down because you weren't going to be ready, but now I'm ready to fight you on short notice," like and Michael Chandler can't turn that down after that. At that point. So he's already in camp and all that. So I, if 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 RDA is going to be on standby for a possible Michael Chandler fight, awesome. I'm all in. Do you think the UFC wants that fight though? I don't know. I think at There's this some- point um, it's hard to say. Just I I don't know. Uh, who would if if Michael Chandler gets a main event and they need someone to fight, I don't know where. Fight Island or the co-main? I assume, I'm assuming it's going to be five rounds um, or a co-main event. What lightweight would be ready to go? I don't think Dan Hooker is going to get to the United States if it's in the United States uh, because he's. I don't think he wants to go through all that again on short notice. Um, Charles Oliveira, maybe, but is he in Brazil too? Um, so I don't know. This, I'm, again, I'm just doing process by elimination. Yeah, RDA had his whole camp in Brazil too. So if, if it's the next man up, so be it. But if Dos Anjos is the next highest ranked person available and Michael Chandler really wants to fight on the specific date he signed for, I don't, I think the UFC would be fine with it. But again, who knows with the UFC? Yeah.
3: I mean, I would like to see the fight. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm with you. I mean, the UFC has been promotionally pushing Michael Chandler pretty hard. I mean, he got his own promotional package. He got his own interview at UFC 254. I mean, I know he's the backup fighter and all that stuff. But maybe they're just like giving him some props for that, but. They, I mean, this is a big deal. They, they think Chandler's a big deal signing for them. So I, I think it will end up being the Ferguson fight. Ferguson made that video that you could see on mafighting.com calling out Chandler for December 12th. And after losing two main events, you still get a really good title fight between Aljamain Sterling or Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling, champion first pal. But um, <laughs> you throw that as a co-main event. That's that's awesome. You're getting a bunch of pay-per-view buys for that one. That that's a good little uh good little appetizer for the title fight. AK, your thoughts on uh yeah,
5: all of this. RDA Chandler would be a hell of a consolation prize to some of the other, you know, Chandler uh, matchups that have thrown out there. Four years ago, I mean, this would have been a dream fight, right? I think, you know, that's when uh, RDA was champion, maybe he's coming to the end of his championship run, and uh, Chandler was, in, I think, in the middle of one of his championship runs. So that's really like that's really the beauty of MMA, isn't it? Um, and and kind of also what keeps the UFC why they're number one, you know, for all of its for all of its many flaws, is that they can still produce matchups like this, which even four years later, I think you put those two down on paper. Again, it's, it's maybe not the top fight that Chandler would want right now. But, man, Chandler and RDA, you got, you're got getting a lot of fan interest there. Yeah, maybe not a main event. Probably a fight night main event if you, if you want to roll that out. But otherwise, yeah, really high-profile uh, pay-per-view co-main event. Man, that's a fun, fun fight. So, yeah, I'm all for it. Two good suggestions so far. Well done, Comments. Well done. Zero I'm chance. I us steal, steal some of this.
2: Zero chance. These. Zero chance it happens. Zero chance. Zero. I there's no, there's M- no mi- mi- minus injuries. Minus injuries or people right. popping for the Rona. Right, yeah. Outside outside of an official signed full yeah, camp yeah. fight. It, zero chance.
5: It won't be the original booking. As well. yeah.
2: There's no chance that it's the original booking. I mean,
4: yeah. I, there's I no there's <laughs> no chance that's the fight they try to make. This is okay, only gonna come yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can it be like a Nate Diaz situation yeah. where he's like, yeah, I'll fight on eleven days notice.
5: So being being MMA, it's like
4: a ninety eight percent chance that yeah. So it's definitely happening, (laughs) man. It's gonna be the main event next week. (laughs) Being if if they book Michael Chandler versus Tony Ferguson, the main event we're gonna end up getting is Dan Hooker versus Paul Felder, two replacement (laughs) fighters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's next for
3: Felder, Jose?
4: Is the question here? Um, that's tough, man. He's already that's tough. Running swimming, the Gaethje and fight, biking. if
2: they
4: if they if if the Gaethje fight wouldn't be bad if they're both coming off losses and there is some sort of history there. I wouldn't obviously if my my absolute first choice would be Edson Barbosa to moves back up and we get the trilogy fight, but that's not gonna happen with Barboza at Featherweight now. Um Charles Oliveira, he's already fought and beat. That's tough, man. I think I feel like we have to have a lot of these fights play out before we can fantasy match make Paul Felder. Like right now at 8.23 p.m. Arizona time, I don't think there's any clear cut person for uh, Paul Felder to fight next.
2: Like Arizona not respecting daylight savings. What's up with that?
4: <laughs> yeah, because we're the 48th state, bro. We, we, we were like... <laughs> we're the last state in the continental United States to be founded. So, of course, we're not going to... Fall for this skull that is. What about uh, the farmers?
2: What about the farmers? Jeez. What about them, Casey? What about them? You 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 said the time in Arizona with
4: such like, I don't know. There was there was <laughs> yeah, there was dude, a tone and Fra- not like
2: about that. <laughs> ben you said Franklin the can
4: kick, Ben who who invented daylight savings time? Ben Franklin was he the one that proposed it? Kick rocks, Ben Franklin. Hmm. All right. The uh, the Badges, only man <laughs> I can see. The only name that I can see that's
5: unassigned that Felder might consider fighting if only because uh he's still got a bit of a name. Uh and I think it'd be a bit of a wait. It would probably be till next year, uh, when we see this guy again.
4: We we don't know what exactly is, but
5: Ally Akinta might be the only fight again. that saying, would
4: if, I think that would be a fight because I remember Paul right? Felder giving an interview saying he was like naming a few names that might get sure. him interested. And Al was one of those names. Yeah. So yeah, that but w- I, don't, I but forgot I don't, about Al. Yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely well, aiming
5: higher than that. But as far as unassigned names, like people he wouldn't have to wait for and they could start like talking about it now or, you know, waiting for whenever I can just, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what he's out for, but whenever he's ready to fight again, like you could start those, you know, you could start those talks and negotiations this week. Right. And, so, you know, set something for hmm. January, February, March. I don't know.
3: I interviewed Felder right before the, the Fight Island, the first Fight Island trip, and he said that he was offered Ally Quinta. And he turned it down because it wasn't a big mm. enough fight for him at the time to get him to yeah. get him back into it. But maybe that's now, maybe now that he seems to be fired up about it. I like that matchup. Spoiler, that's probably going to be my pick for on to the next one. Unless maybe me I have too. this epiphany we'll tomorrow morning.
2: <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I'm not against a rematch with Charles Oliver. I think Charles Oliver is not a, a different fighter now. Not a different, ride, but I think he's a better, mature, more mature fighter.
4: Um, I don't know if Paul would take that. Um, but yeah that's more, like if they, I would. I would absolutely love that fight, and I know like Oliver would take it. I was more viewing it as a. I understand. I just. I just think I. I love that fight. Yeah,
2: I, I just. You I know, I just want to see Charles Oliveira back. I'm tired of like, like, like what happened. I just want to see him back. <laughs> I need to see more that's Charles Oliveira.
4: All right. Oh. <laughs> well, Con- Conor <laughs> McGregor already tweeted after he gets done with Dustin, he wants to fight RDA. Really? Yeah, he just tweeted. He said, "Dustin first, but I'm I'm down for it all. Throwback to this classic. Look at Dana. Ha ha ha. Vintage MMA entertainment. El Chapo, and it's a photo of him posing like El Chapo. Oh, there we go. And that is ver- that is verbatim what what he tweeted. Fantastic stuff. Do you guys know
3: what rounds that judge gave to <laughs> we Felder? Do.
4: Oh,
2: do you have it again? Oh, find- I, I can bring it up. Can pop it up in a second. Yeah, bring it up. I have to
5: see this ridiculousness. Uh I'll say it as as Casey's pointing up. He gave uh the middle three, two, three, and 4 for Felder. That's insane. Yeah,
2: okay. Now
5: now let's uh all right. Now let's look at the striking numbers. 3 is the so, weird I'm,
2: one. Stop assuming striking numbers. This is MMA man. I'm saying <laughs> striking I'm saying. Numbers. Well,
5: the I'll say this the stats <laughs> they showed at the screen were apparently not even close to accurate. I think I think this the issue no. on the screen where like it was like it was like Felder had like had like, like more than like 30 more significant strikes those than RD, which is which seems impossible.
2: Michael Bisbing was yeah. d- were doing those stats. Those were not
5: real yeah. stats. That was Michael yeah. Bisbing's stats. Uh, here are the <laughs> UFC stats, which are much more accurate, which you usually put up after. Uh very, very close to significant strikes. 98 total significant strikes for Felder, 92 for Dos Años. And then you add in the you add in the takedowns and control time. It's not even close. So um uh, yeah, I, I i could see maybe giving a round to Felder. I would have had a 50 45 uh, Dos Años, but three rounds by my my brother Chris Lee. I mean, my good, my, my brother's name actually is Chris Lee, by the way, but that he is not an MMA judge, I assure you. But I always joke he's my brother. Uh, but yes, uh, Chris Lee, uh, you should be embarrassed. That is a terrible, terrible, terrible score. Uh, you have to explain your, you know, and he should sure. have to. I Sal D'Amato had one of these earlier tonight as well. And you guys should have to explain yourselves before you are
3: allowed to coach to, to be booked for another fight. That's horrible. Got him. So our uh, our, our good friend and between the links panelist in the past, Aaron Bronsetter, our tweet out: Judge Chris Lee, who scored the main event for Fall Felder, has been involved in ten UFC slash Bellator split decisions in 2020, and was the dissenting judge in seven of those ten. That's not good. Yeah,
5: that's a, that's <laughs> not good. <laughs> that's a pattern. Man, I dude, tweeted that was God. worse. Yo, that was worse than the 27-26 yoder. <laughs> At least that one got the right winner. You
0: know, <laughs> Dude, why? I couldn't believe I,
4: I, I wish I was at this card. I wish I was at this card. So it'd be like Dana. <laughs> Dana. Fixed It there was Dana. a lot of
0: there was a lot true. the
2: cards
5: tonight. <laughs> a lot going on in the cards.
2: I love when I watch boxing events. And before the main event happens, they go over the judges and what controversial or significant decisions they've made. I think that's a fantastic yeah. thing boxing they, does, and I've never
4: seen it done in MMA. I don't understand. Remember when they used to show MMA judges' faces on the broadcast? Yeah. Remember yeah. they used to <laughs> introduce them? Like, make that happen so if I'm out getting a coffee and I see so-and-so judge, I can walk up to him and grab him by the shoulders and be like, what are you looking at? Stop buying coffee and go watch tape and then I can let him go. Is it? Is it
2: are, are any of That's us? Against, why. Uh, they don't are, show their faces. Are any of us against that? We don't, we don't need to show their faces, maybe. Yeah. But but I would I would like a discussion on the judges who are calling, especially the main event. It's like is is there any are there any fans? Are people like no? I don't want to see that. I don't I don't get it. I, every time I watch boxing, I think it's wonderful. And um,
4: yeah, because the, the, because the, 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 Casey, oh, oh, I know, you the know why, yeah I know why, Thank you you. know why Casey, because <laughs> it makes too much sense and MMA is a silly sport. <laughs> you call uh, it. I do
5: Casey, I don't know if you're gonna are you gonna bring up a question about the hanson McKenna fight? Uh we, we can just talk about it's, it. Yeah, it's worth discussing. I, I I didn't think it was a horrible scorecard. Uh so, lead, did, lead, but, lead us into it. Tell, tell what happened. Well, it was a really close fight between two 21 year old prospects. I, I actually think it was a better fight than the main event. I actually would have given them the fight of the night um Ooh. with respect to uh with respect to Felder and Dustin. I thought it was a great fight. Uh, but um uh McKenna won unanimous decision, 29 28. So very close rounds, very close scorecards. Uh and I saw a lot of people right away calling robbery. I, I did not think mm-hmm. so, though I had scored the fight 29-28 for Hansen myself, but it was very close. Uh and MMA decisions, I believe only two media members scored the fight for McKenna, and then the other, I don't know how many it is, 14, something like that. 14 people scored it for Hansen. So there was a lot of dissension there as well. Um now the scores, so the stats are interesting here. So Hansen did have more significant strikes: 67 to 57, which is actually a pretty good amount. I think anytime you 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 outstrike someone uh, significantly by, tw- by double digits, pretty good. Not overwhelming. Total strikes. Uh, well, you go round by round. It makes a difference as well. But yeah. uh, total strikes. McKenna, 156, Hansen, 87. So, yes, I mean, when we're counting total strikes, we're counting a lot of pitter-patter, you know, little shots to the body, things like that. But I think when you get outlanded <laughs> that much, even in total strikes, I don't know if you can make an argument for a robbery. It clearly means that the fighter who who won the supposed robbery was doing something. So very close fight. I think Hanson won, but uh, no, certainly not a
2: robbery. What round was the swing round? Is it round one? Is that is that the round?
3: People are, like, round three was pretty clearly. Oh, I yeah. think it was all over. The all three judges judge, gave how did the judges score it. All three judges Sorry, gave right. one and two. Yeah, I think all three judges gave first and second round to McKenna and gave the third round to. Hansen. Oh, Which is weird because I, well, it seems totally like forget, I'm
2: totally forgetting the fight now. I thought I thought it was the other way. <laughs> Let me check
3: this. Hold on. I uh, right. I, that's I, the thing. Discuss the discuss everybody fight amongst yourselves. It seemed We're like everybody gave the third round to McKenna.
2: Yeah, I thought the third like round if, was if, I thought third round was a dominant round. I thought I thought the first I thought the second round was Hanson. Third round was pretty clear.
3: McKenna. I thought it was the first I thought the first round was definitely Hanson. Took her back, beat her up a little bit on the
4: feet. Yeah, I might be forgetting it. You know, yeah. Was Finish her was third,
3: the, third round was
4: the, was the first round when she got her back when she was just holding her back, and McKinnon was just punching her a whole bunch of times? Or was that the second round? That was the first round. <laughs> so I, that's why I, I can see. I get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it because Hanson just held on and got her back. And I was like, "All right, what are you going to do now?" And then she wasn't doing anything for a while, and McKinnon was just punching her a whole bunch. And even she, like looking at her, she looked surprised. Like, why is? Why am I like, why is this so easy right now? Why am I punching and she's not blocking or moving to the next step? Because even the commentators are like, I guess that's doing something like (laughs) I get it. Like McKenna got to the dominant position. And I mean, uh, Hanson got to the dominant position and then just like stopped for like 10 seconds. And then McKenna was just like, all right, let's keep punching you until you do something. So I get it, but I don't agree with it. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Yeah.
0: Anyway. yeah mike you're
5: right it was uh all two judges agreed uh scored it the same way first two rounds for mckenna last round for hansen uh yeah my my beef with uh, as as cool as it was with mckenna like controlling both of and, and again this is something hansen i think is going to kick herself for later getting her getting uh, both of her arms controlled by one of mckenna's arms it was, it was actually really impressive by mckenna and something again hansen will probably be upset about when she when she watched the footage but um but yeah those punches she was landing they were clean but none of them were more impactful than the knee to the head that um hansen had landed moments earlier so for me that knee to the head is is really what made the difference in that round and why it should have gone to hansen but uh i don't know for whatever reason the judges i guess they thought those yeah those little punches in the ground at the end did more they were certainly uh, counted in total strikes i i'm pretty they were not to in strikes so um yeah that's why i disagree but again like we kind of just reasoned you can kind of see why it happened so sorry people you will not be seeing a robbery review uh, this week. We'll have a very special robbery <laughs> review. I will have a very special robbery review on Monday for people, retro, a retro one. So, I look forward to that. But no, I, I think McKenna fought a great fight, and um, Hanson fought a great fight as well, and I, I, I don't think either way it, it, it could have been
2: uh, too wrong a call. More important, more important, who's going to watch Chick
4: Fight, the movie now? That...
2: <laughs> it never came up again, right? It, the graphic never Dude, came up again. I don't that know. was
5: so- Yeah, because
4: they blew it and introduced it during the women's fight. It was so it was weird, and it said "chick bite" the whole time. Like, I was like, "That oh. was
5: awkward." That was, and they didn't mention they didn't run the promo for the movie until after, right? If they'd run it before, and not only it did it they wait,
4: have- not only did they wait to run it until after oh, when oh. they were waiting for the judges' scorecards, and they're both standing there, just beat up and bloody, in the middle. And you know how it says their names <laughs> yeah. at the bottom, yeah, yeah In the yeah, middle yeah. of it, you know how Boom. it usually says like like corn nuts <laughs> or Monster <laughs> yep. Energy. It was like decision. Chick fight. So if you just turned tuned in, you were probably under the assumption that the UFC was reminding you that two girls just fought. Yeah,
5: and it's this gaudy, like pink, like like uh, bouncy, yeah, yeah, gra- like yeah. rectangular graphic, it's, it's those, like, neon
2: page, It's like, like, like one of those movies you order at the grocery store in the red
4: box. You know, it's like oh, Leslie Leslie Smith was I not impressed. She was all over it, and and, and <laughs> it was she wasn't bad. wrong.
5: I, I, well, I thought I thought I thought I thought it was somewhat innocuous because I'm like, okay, as long as it comes back through the rest of the night, as long as it's sponsoring all the fights, then fine. It never came up again.
2: Whoops. That was Whoops, I had, um Yeah, I I had a friend watch coming on watching the fights, and she and uh, she doesn't watch fights, and I was just like, I apologize. I was just like, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of UFC, <laughs> just, on behalf of MMA, on behalf of the, the, of the, j- the film, the, men in
5: general, the in human case, species. Uh, and
3: I just, uh, I my bad, my bad. So much disappointment. <laughs> so much disappointment. All right. <laughs> I scored. I scored that fight 30-27 for Hansen I know
5: Ooh. you did, you were, and you were demanding. You were yelling at me on Slack, demanding a robbery review, and I said no.
3: I said no. It cost the I, judges. We, cost me a perfect fight card again. <laughs> uh, that's that, yeah, that's second like, exactly in a
5: row. And, and again, <laughs> right, I, do, row. I, do, I do think Hanson won.
4: I do think Hanson won. I'm being honest, but well, this you should really blame why, Tanner Bowser, not just the judges. You don't. You don't. You gotta pick who you think is gonna play. like who like if 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 I see two fight if I see. Um, a fighter I know, like if I see anyone fight Dennis Bermudez, I'm like, Dennis Bermudez is probably going to win, but he's going to lose in the end because that's just he loses every single split decision. You know, so if I see Dennis Bermudez, he's going to lose a split decision. So that's how you got to, don't, don't pick who you think is going to win an actual fist fight because this is in pride, this is the UFC, and split decisions never go to the right person unless your name is Jafiel Dos Anjos.
5: Fred. No, Mike, you've got to be like you've got to be like me and just never even come close to getting a perfect card. That's the problem. You're getting to, it's hurting <laughs> well, you, you too much. You're off by one. Me. When you're off by like three or four every week, you don't care. You're breezy. <laughs> <laughs> you were the, uh, the new
3: Guillermo Cruz. I, <laughs> yeah. My son was like coming up and down and watching like a lot of the fights with me. And at the end I was like, so what was like your favorite part? What was stuck out to you? And he goes, because the yellow haired girl had her hair in her face. She needs to get a haircut or something. (laughs) Not wrong. Okay, the the pink (laughs) scrunchie. I've
2: never seen, I've never seen a fighter at this level not braid their hair or anything i can't i was like is she, is she just fighting in a ponytail i was like all right she yeah th- she that's, is that's a, the one thing he noticed out of everything tonight <laughs> was that her hair is in her face Chick- hansen right? mckenna are, are
5: talents though like how how messed up is it that they yeah. they look more advanced than uh granger and yoder uh with respect to granger and yoder if you told if you asked me who who's been fighting for whatever oh yeah uh, for i don't know like four years or who has t- you know twice the amount of experience as two girls uh, I would have thought it was the other way around. I would have thought that Hanson and McKenna were the more experienced fighters. So, very yeah. impressive from, from those two. I, oh. I hope they get some sort of bonus.
2: Unfortunately for Yoda and Granger, there's always that one fight in on the card. You got to go, why is that so high on the card? It's <laughs> not <That was> supposed <laughs> to be. It wasn't? Right.
5: It's, their, it's not their fault that, no, that was one of the cards that was bumped. No, no, yeah, you, you can't blame Granger. them. I, say, I don't blame them. I'm Cause, just, cause you know, we fights, can't blame yeah, them.
2: So. But I just, I was just wanting, like, what did they, I don't know. Um, let's talk about the other
4: chick fight. Well,
2: I knew we do want to Kanako Murata, fan
4: number people. one. Hell yeah, dude! Casey, after <laughs> you.
2: Wrestling. I am just e- extremely bummed out that uh, Kanako just looks so normal because I don't know if you've seen her on Ryzen She has a big colorful outfits. A big. She wears a singlet. And she just kind of looked like she was just, I don't know, like whatever that whatever fell off the Reebok rack. That's what she yeah. was wearing. So I was just bummed we didn't get to see her very unique personality, but. Um, that's what that's, the UFC does, that's what UFC does. Drains the color, drains the color, drains the the, the yeah.
5: fire right out of uh, a fighter's personality, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah so, I'm, I'm just excited to see another, um, got got a good wrestler in the strawweight division. And uh, I'm worried about her size though. She is, she is a small strawweight. That's always going to be a bummer. But, um, yeah, she got her in her little Hulk arms. I was just, um, great, great job by her. That was, Did you a, see her that was back, really, like her yeah. back
4: muscles when <laughs> yeah. she was going for take-downs? I, I was know. like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, uh, she
5: is a, she her, is a beast. Match her up with Tisha Torres at some point. You want to battle the battle of the physiques. My goodness. Um, but, uh, she looked good. And, and I think Rhonda Marcos really, even though it was originally scheduled opponent, uh, was a really good test for her. I mean, she was dumping some down. She was, you know, a to, to, uh, Battle on some scrambles and really just kind of show off her Hulk-like strength. Like some of those scrambles, she just went through brute force. You know, just it was like they would be kind of lock in the position for like a second, and you just see mirada just flex and just like, all right, now I'm on top. I'm taking control. So, um, yeah, she was as advertised as far as being uh, an elite wrestler, a uh, really high-level athlete, um tough as nails, and, and you know. And, and Marcos, um I said, unlike the previous show, I I feel like a loss gets her gets her release, even though she took this on, on short notice and did the UFC a favor. I, I kind of still feel that way. I, I really do. I don't know how they're going to go with Ooh, it. Um, they shouldn't. Cruel. Obviously, they shouldn't. They, I know. Obviously, they shouldn't. But, but I do feel like the UFC is going in this direction where we're seeing vet, you know a lot more young talent being utilized, young, cheaper talent being utilized. So keeping around a, a veteran like Marcos, who I know she's not exactly making you know, six figures a fight or whatever, but um, you know if it's a choice between paying her or paying a contender series winner or something like that, Someone's going to get cut. And um, we've seen they've been, they've been making some cuts recently. Uh, she's a veteran. I think they like her. I, I just wonder if maybe this was the their their, their sign. She now lost three straight uh, for the first time in the UFC where they say maybe they're going to cut ties. I hope not, though. Of course, I hope not. I hope Marcos gets another
3: shot. And I think yeah, she also took the fight on short notice. I think the last three, three fights she's taken is on short
4: notice. Miranda Granger versus Random Marcos, loser leaves town. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, we're good. Brandon, you got to win in the UFC. <laughs> what?
3: Miranda Granger's one and one in the UFC. That was her first UFC loss. Can't do her like that Miranda Granger.
4: She's on a no, two fight losing streak. lost she lost she lost two in a row.
3: She has lost two in a row. That is not. Two oh in a row. yeah, you're right. Oh, because I, I, yeah, yeah. the Hannah Goldie fight was the first one that yeah. she won. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's Chris. right. That I, yeah, I thought yeah. I thought all of her fights up until that point just kept getting canceled. Yeah, so yeah. there you go. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. <laughs> so what do we <laughs> there do? What do we do? So what do we do, Murata versus Yoder? Now we just like mix and match the two winners. Yeah, Murata winners? Is, is 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 way higher than Yoder. I
4: think get Murata some um Mur- Murata, Um There's like there's like the problem is she's so good and the diehards know how good she is and there's so many fights I want to see her take but she's not going to get them yet just because she's so new. So she's going to have to work her way up to these fights that I really want to see. Like um. Uh, like, I would love to see her fight during, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. She has to work her way up there. So um, I don't know off the top of my head who she could fight next.
2: I don't care. I, I think I think she's ready. I want to see her versus Esparza. I love wrestler versus wrestler.
4: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a good fight, too. Two Invicta uh, champs. Invicta champs.
2: Res, respect Labe. the belt. Oh yeah, Felice Herring, You're right.
4: Felice Herrig. Felice Herrig would be a good one because she seems to get the uh, like. I'm gonna, We're gonna see how these uh, prospects are gonna do. And Felice Herrig is Carlos Spars's best friend, so she beats Felice Herrig. <laughs> Not only do you have a wrestler versus wrestler, you got a storyline, and that's what we want.
2: Hey, boo, boo.
5: Uh, Did your job, spoil out, you I want to point out how crazy it is that uh, Yoder almost, um, almost had the first. he had the first thirty 30 30-24 I think, in straw, uh, UFC strawweight history against Siri. And then almost had the first 27-26 yeah. today before. Well, I mean, technically did have the first 27-26 <laughs> before. Thankfully, that mix-up was...
2: You know, people are saying... Uh, bu- oh, wait, what? 27-26? What are you talking about? That was the score? The buffer. That was originally that's the announced
4: score. That's what oh, they incorrectly did. announced. Yeah.
5: Say,
2: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't even listen to the yeah. score. Sorry. I okay. Like,
5: <laughs> they, yeah, they announced 30-26 Yoder, 29-27 Yoder, and then 27-26 Yoder, uh, which was bizarre. So uh, people are saying it had to be Bruce Buffer's fault, but I mean, he doesn't add up the scores like on the spot. And it could just be he had a, a total Buff, brain fart like, and he did, but
2: how many times Bruce has he Buffer's, done this? In-
4: <laughs> yeah. Bruce Buffer is normally a pro where I think it was, was it the Woodley Thompson fight maybe where oh. they, they had like the first one where they had like incorrectly had a decision. He looked at it and he brought it back to the judges table and be like, this is wrong. So like I think they were gonna announce that Woodley was the champ, and then he's like, No, this is a majority draw. Like, no, fix that. So I think Buffer is a pro. I don't think if he didn't make a mistake, it was complete like on the fly accent. Yeah. I feel like uh, something I don't think
5: based on what we saw from the judges today. Based on what we saw yeah. from the judges today, I feel like one of the judges wrote down the wrong score. I'm just saying. I, I feel like somehow, maybe their, maybe their handwriting was a little shaky. I'm not sure. But 27-26 would be a huge mistake. But uh, good job, Ashley Yoder, for making history. First 30-24, first 27-26 in the Strauby, <laughs> Stra-
3: UFC strawberry division. <laughs> a, lot of, lo- a lot of math-making ideas tonight. Ryan wants to see Sean Strickland versus Edmund Shabazian. It's spoiling our show. I can't answer these questions right now. I can't yeah, answer you legally legally, a- legally, legally. Yeah. We cannot answer these questions right now. We signed a contract that we have to save yeah, our prediction. <laughs> We've already breached We've it several times tonight. We're in trouble. We are Mike. We're in trouble. No, we're we can't get them all away. I would but say.
5: What do you think about that,
4: Jose? I feel like Shabazzian's, what in the top fifteen already? Top eleven. He was Strickland. T- Strickland is two and zero. He was. To, he was
2: in top ten. Got whipped up by Brunson, and then right. Yeah. Brunson, right. Yeah. 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 Hmm. He's been kind of radio silent since then
4: yeah well he's been doing a lot with the armenian uh mm-hmm. war going on right now he's been kind of marching a lot who did um who did bevan lewis just lose to trevin giles that's make that fight giles versus I like strickland
1: because
4: like shabazzian's in the top 11 i don't think he should, wants to fight anyone outside the top 15 right now and ian hines yeah. is sitting there at 15. so i don't think that's an, i don't think that forms is enough to get strickland in the top 15.
5: Yeah, I'll be honest. Uh, not only does Shabazian, like you said, he has he actually has a ranking. I think Strickland is too much for him, right? From from what I've seen from Strickland in the last two fights, I think Strickland's too much for him. Strickland has looked incredible, and I I, I would remind people he is technically four and zero competing higher than welterweight. I mean, I would consider tonight I would consider tonight essentially a
4: middleweight bout. How so he's, Strickland he's look, how Strickland
2: look better than Shabazian.
4: Well, what's w- what's w- what's w- remember Shab- 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 Israel Adesanya fought Brad Tavares to a five round dominant decision and Edmund Shabazi put him away in less than three minutes.
2: And even Strickland's okay. last opponent, I forget his name already, the guy who was yelling at yeah, Sh- the fall. Like Jack Mar- Jack Marshman. He- yeah, he Shabazian him. beat him like in
4: like two blinks. In like in like two minutes he beat him. So you're crazy, AK. This is this is some.
5: Yeah, and he's some and he's just gotten to.
2: better. Come on! Yeah, man. He got better. He was—he he, he, he was literally a fetus in that fight. He's a grown man the, now.
5: Look, Strickland. I don't know what his grappling's like. Maybe he could have taken Marshman down, submit him. I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna take any away from Shabazian either because he did it. It, it sounds like he or, did already run, No, I'm not. But I'm just saying <laughs> that, the three round ra- the three round beating that Strickland put on. <laughs> Uh, put on uh, Marshman was not that much less impressive. He whooped his ass. <laughs> he beat, uh, other, he just couldn't finish him. But I mean, may, maybe Marshman's really tough to finish in, with the striking. I don't know. Marshman, well, also, oh, wasn't uh, that Shibazzy, Marshman,
4: <laughs> Marshman, also, he made, missed he weight in that, Marshman also missed weight going into that fight. So I don't, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, who knows what his weight cut situation was so, entering that fight. Sure. But he didn't get put away. Um, and he got, he got tapped by Shabazzian in less than two minutes. I think Strickland is real tough. I think Strickland He's going to be t- He's, he's tough gonna, to yeah, match
5: make
2: yeah.
4: for right now, man. He's, he's real really tough. tough. He's, he's obviously it's, very good. He's obviously very good. So we're, we're, he's we're done with breaking him way. Who who's his last two losses to? Was it uh, Dos Do Santos and Usman? Like he's unbelievable. I just don't think he's going to toss him to Shabazzin and favor yeah. him right away at a weight class he's done, he's he's, only two and an0 at right now.
5: He's he's done with welts. Well, he's I'd say four and counting this one as a middleweight. I count this as a middleweight bout. So he's four and and0 It's because uh, he's up to he, him twice. Pre, he twice previously fought a middleweight, but um he he's probably can't go to one seventy. He looks huge. He's huge. I don't think yeah. he should
3: try. Yeah, he's done. Okay, Brandon Al- I think he's a- Allen. In my opinion, was like number sixteen or seventeen in that division heading into. Cincinnati. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So I mean, I you have to you have to give him a top fifteen guy at some point. So not to spoil the party or anything, but um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I think the most Our contracts. Mike. I'm just a contract. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. I'll, I, will me, I will. I will mute
2: and- you. I will mute you.
3: <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> The guy's coming off a loss, unfortunately, but I still believe he's in the top 15. Omar Yakhmanov. I think that's the fight to make. Sure. I mean, that's it. Sean Strickland? For Strickland?
4: Strickland? Yeah, that's the fight. Cool. Why not? Unless
3: (laughs) unless you him Chris Wyden. I mean, those are literally the only two options. Or Uriah Hall. And Uriah Hall probably deserves something a little Uh, bit bigger. Yeah. yeah. People, please tune in to August. Wasn't
0: wasn't
4: Akhmanov just booked to fight... Wasn't Akmanov just supposed to fight Vittori before catching COVID or something like that, or was yes. it COVID? Or was or else. So why why wouldn't they just rebook okay. Akmanov and Vitor? Or well, who's Vitor fighting now? Jacare. Weidman
3: fighting fight. Jacare.
2: Jacare, sorry. Oh, okay. Weidman doesn't have a fight, right? Yeah, He's, Weidman, Weidman has does not have a fight. Hmm? All right. Um, actually, I want to answer. I don't actually know the answer to this.
3: If someone can catch me up on the news. All right. What happened to Kinyones versus Smolka and Anders versus Ahoyo? Uh, I, I know more about the Smolka situation. Um, Smolka got sick. He got sick today. Some nausea, some vomiting. He just, he, couldn't, he just couldn't fight. He missed weight. Correct, on Friday. Yes, too. he missed, missed weight it. by
5: three pounds. Anders missed weight by one and a half pounds. So both fighters missed weight and both were the reasons that their fight fell through. Mm. Uh, as as uh, Mike mentioned, illness for Smolka and uh, Anders actually was hospitalized. Uh, I don't know if Smolka also went to the hospital, but Anders ha- had to go to the hospital. He, he, he sent out a message after. He said he's fine, but it sounds like it has something to do with, with of course, a tough weight cut. Um, so, yeah, up uh, uh, possibly as well, or it's possibly Smoker had an illness and which is why he couldn't make weight. That, that I would find believable because he shouldn't have problems making 135. Uh, he used to compete at flyweight, has never had problems making 135 in the past. So I would think that's more of the illness first, and that's why he couldn't make it. Um, and there's, I think, maybe the other way around, but I, I, I'm not sure. It could be an excuse for both guys. Um, but, yeah, so that's what happened there. Uh, one guy illness, one guy hospitalized. And, uh, we also had a, a fight, uh, Safarov and, uh, who's Safarov supposed to fight? Safarov and
1: oh, my brain's broken.
5: F- did we, with three <laughs> fights- Why did I it? bring this up? Were three fights yeah, lost in, in the in, week in, of- uh, Marquez. Marquez yeah. was supposed to finally yeah. get a fight in yeah, well yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, two yeah. years and, uh, and Safarov had weight management issues according to the UFC. So that's three fights that were canceled, uh,
2: possibly due to weight cutting issues in the last
5: 48 hours. So extreme weight cutting, it sucks. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and like and like I'm pretty like weren't all these fights outside the main event essentially short notice fights? I feel like, <laughs> like assuming you know, give him two months is a
3: uh, rather uh, yeah it's just, no no I mean some. like Eric Anders was a replacement yeah so short notice so, so yeah so short yeah, he was a short notice replacement
2: yeah like by three
3: weeks Casey, I, I was I was kind of joking about this with you before before
5: earlier this week like. Uh, how, like there's almost no fighters that were going into this card coming off of a win. Um, Murata, I think you said Murata was like the only one. And I thought like, Oh, probably someone else besides Murata. And I was uh, looking at my here notes were a couple. here. Hey, who, who else? Who else? Brandon Brandon Allen. she had bit for Correct. Uh, Brandon Allen. Yeah. McKenna as well had won uh, on a uh, contender series. Uh, oh, Strickland of course. When Strickland, well, Strickland came in, he was
2: last second too. So I'm talking t- 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 yeah. originally
5: booked. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Originally booked? Yeah, it was like it's like four people. Yeah, because uh, Al Hassan. Oh, uh, uh, chaos as well. So like four or five fighters um, on a twenty on a twenty with twenty fighters who ended up. Oh no, only eighteen ended up fighting. But that's not that's it's not all about wins and losses. But that sends a weird message to fans, doesn't it? Even the main event was two guys coming off losses. These are these are these are fight nights. That's how it is.
3: You know, these are, <laughs> these are free. You ain't paying for this. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep that train moving. Yeah. We we're supposed to get uh, what other fights are we supposed to get? Benitez versus Justin James, we we're supposed to get. Uh, Brian Barberina versus Daniel Rodriguez is supposed to be on this oh, card, yeah. too. Barberina had yes. uh emergency surgery. So Rodriguez yeah. is going to fight next week now instead. There were eight
5: eight changes to this card according to a topology. Eight changes and there only end up being nine fights. So
2: Hey, that's what happens. Days, like right? the UFC books fifteen fights and every once in a while yeah. we have a fifteen fight card. But yep. I think <laughs> And, and that and that's when when this when this whole pandemic card started happening, I I, I wanted the UFC to be much more lenient on more catch weight fights, more just because of crap like this. Because now, now yes. we have, now we have dudes in the hospital. This is just stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid. Strickland
5: Strickland Allen was perfect. It was perfect. Of course, one ninety five. Yes. <laughs> why, why is there any I saw at least one or two comments popular on me on Twitter, like, Oh, too bad this doesn't really count. Uh Strictly, like as a, as a middleweight fight because it was a catcher. I'm like, why? Why does it not count? It's two guys who are middleweights. Who cares? And Connolly. then someone else said, well, as, lo- as long as they're not ranked, I guess I don't care. And I'm like, why does it matter? Weight classes are fugazi. All right, they're fugazi, fugazi. Okay. I- I'm sorry. It's, it's, I'm not saying they don't matter. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? Say it again,
2: it's,
5: again. <laughs> it's, it's like a, was that Matthew Conahan, Wolf of Wall Street. It's, like, it's fugazi. Um, <laughs> but it's, Yes, of course they matter. I, I'm being overly flippant here. They matter, you know, because if we didn't have weight classes, then we'd have, you know, we'd have chaos. But as far as like, if two lightweights want to fight at 160 or 165, it's not going to change things in the long run. It's not that different. And if they meet at 155, especially, I shouldn't say it's not that different. It's literally no different, um, unless you're worried about, oh, what are these guys, if they're going to contend someday. They have to be able to make 155 on the dot, but that's a whole separate issue. And if you just want to see fights happen and you want to see fighters at their best, People, you should encourage as many catch weights as possible. Please tweet, tell Dana why you want more catch weights.
3: Yes. I listen to, uh, to everybody. He does, especially
5: to us He does in the media. He does. Yeah. Love, he loves, he loves on things. to the next one. He <laughs> loves when we suggest things. Obviously, based on some of the matchups. They love our bantam weight picks. Damn, a little hat tip would be nice. Uh a little hat tip would be nice, boys,
0: but it's fine.
2: All
5: right. What else we got? We uh, um, guys talked, are lively have we,
4: have in the we, chat for such yeah. a lackluster card. They're lively. Have we, talk, have we talked? we talked? Plenty about RDA. We got RDA. A lot of RDAs. They all. They all stayed up to watch Crawford box, and they're watching us waiting for a uh, press conference from UFC. Probably. Uh, that's sure. what the fight. That's why this UFC card ended so quickly because they had an ESPN box. Oh, match that was
2: up. that's what happened. Okay. I yeah. Yeah. That's the pay per view.
4: That's pay per view, right? That's why yeah it's why ortega zombie ended so early because they wanted to get lomachenko in there
3: man god i, I love ones. it's so awesome look at, look, look they're at,
2: they're at mma still game. still still playing second fiddle to boxing i think it's, it's an espn forever.
5: thing oh yeah inferiority complex yeah yeah i see a little some people asking is there a press conference i don't think there's a press conference uh it doesn't sound like it
4: i don't know really, really? I don't know. Could I be wrong? i'm not there well, unfortunately
5: i'm not there no- <laughs> I think Felder's doing post-fight show stuff now, but not a press conference. I think he's doing like ESPN plus...
4: Uh, well, you know, the I measure. will text and find out. Whoever loses does it sometimes. Uh, what was that question? Oh, who do you think Islam Makachev should fight
5: next from Sam R? Uh, we said earlier, just rebook RDA, right? <laughs> well, dude,
2: well... Do, do, is that the fight that makes? Assuming Makachev is, is ready to go, you know, in a normal amount of time, you know, Say he's he's normal. He can he can he can he can take another fight in two months, which mm-hmm. RDA'd be good for. Is that do do we want
4: to run that back? Is that really the fight <sighs> to make now? Or is have we kind of So hold on? He's hold got on. uh quick quick update. No Dana White apparently, probably just RDA. Uh, I text I text okay. someone on the scene. But we're Congrats. we don't have I'm no feed. people are waiting for us to put the feed up, we don't have it. No, just, yeah, just, you keep not gonna happen. just keep waiting. Just chill yeah. with us. Chill yeah, with us, chill, pretty babies. Just chill.
5: chill with us on
2: here. Come we'll on, we'll, we'll tell you the good stuff.
5: What did
3: you just um, say? Did you,
2: what did you just say, AK? I said,
5: chill, chill with us, pretty babies. <laughs> chill with us in the chat. We'll take care of you. Thank
3: You're you. the man, AK.
5: Keep going. Oh, thank you. That's so. Keep talking, AK. 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 Keep talking. Uh-huh. Toast to Chill. It's not Makachev. <laughs> be cool, baby. Uh Islam Makachev. <laughs> I think I can't remember what we said last week on our show, Mike, but I think uh, <laughs> Alexander I think Alexander Hernandez is an option. Um, like we said, RDA, I think is a good option. Uh, Hernandez oh, is
4: the one. I know I uh, Hernandez is the one considering they were supposed to fight in Brooklyn already. Sure. There I be. know, I know uh uh, uh I want from your what the heck interview with Hernandez, he wants one more in before he fights fight Tiago Moises. I don't think Islam is going to fight before the end of the year. And I have a feeling Hernandez would rather fight Islam Makhchiv than Tiago Moises anyway. Oh. Uh, so I think that would be the fight that I would want to see considering they were already matched up to begin with.
0: Yeah, uh, of,
4: of course, if Islam, oh, Islam wants if they want to give him a bigger matchup, sure, like Islam deserves it. But if he just goes, forget, I'll just fight whoever I want to get in there. I haven't fought in more than a year. So be it. But other than that, the RDA fight wouldn't bother me.
3: I don't he's think- got so many options right now, though. He's got so like so. There's there's uh, uh Drew Dober, who needs an opponent. Uh mm-hmm. Then you have Diego Fajeda, who is ready to step in and fight RDA. So there's an option. There's Benil Dariush. There's an option. So he's got. I mean, he's got top fifteen options with guys who don't have yeah. fights right now. Yeah, he- it sucks that this happened for for
5: Makachev that he missed out on this fight. A, a very winnable fight for him. Very winnable, high profile fight. But man, I, yeah, man, yeah, he's not lacking. He, he's not lacking for options. He'll he'll bounce back
2: i don't think the lacking of Great. options is the issue i think is who is going to accept a fight with him i think rda was in a position since he was at walterweight for so long that he kind of needed that makachev fight to get a main event but like these other guys are they going to take is are they going to because to me he seems like one of the hardest guys to match up with as far as from a, uh, from the matchmakers like a guy like oh i'll fight him because it's going to be advantageous to my career if i beat him but he what, what's is this on even ranked he's like one of the guys that's super good but not yeah. ranked right
4: no, I think he's 12, 11. Okay, but yeah in that you know Islam Makhachev is twelve. The only people below him are Cowboy, Dober, Gillespie, and then Darius, Kevin Lee, Ayakinta, Fijeta are the only ones above him that don't have a fight matched up. All the Charles Oliveira is sitting at six, and he just and then Felder's at seven.
2: I think unfortunately for he's gonna have to fight another guy probably behind him. Most likely just have to get a big win um i think he just unfortunately that main event kind of status that he was going to get uh, by isn't going to happen again
4: he's in the same position habib was a few years ago yeah pretty much just hard like like he signed two contracts to fight for the ufc championship against Eddie alvarez and he ends up fighting michael johnson <laughs> like it's just it's hard to match make him right now yeah dober dober is really interesting, interesting. It would. You're going to have to get someone like, remember when um, Benson, was it Benson? When he fought Kabilov, he thought he was signing to fight Habib. So he's like, whatever, I just signed to fight Habib. And then Dosanos asked for Habib. I, I know there was like the Tulsa, New Mexico cards. I always get them all confused. Um, he's going to need someone like that. That's just like, for, I'm not going, I'm not fighting for the title anytime soon. So I'll just fight a big name. And Islam is, has a big name. Islam is a big name he's Habib's guy he, Habib's obviously gonna bring up a lot of eyeballs you're gonna he's gonna have to get someone that's like fuck it I'll fight him to get any sort of big oh. name right now oh my goodness How's was it young it's after dark <laughs> now we have to put now I have to put the that's explicit right. thing on the podcast oh, thanks, oh goodness you. Great. thanks. Them, thanks. you're welcome. kids it's shouldn't be kids shouldn't be listening kids shouldn't be listening <laughs> to anything where AK's saying stay with us pretty babies
5: <laughs> you know what uh, he already you know ruined what fun it you know what, fun I'd really like to see. Um, yeah, there's a whole other category for that that we need to check off for that talk. Um, I know. I think he's been out with injury for a while, right? But I'd love to see Islam and uh, Gillespie.
4: Yeah, that'd be, be fun. You have pretty eyes, yeah, okay? Huh? Kevin Lee would be <laughs> Kevin Lee. W- I think <laughs> Kevin Lee would be a fun fight too because remember when Kevin Lee was going to yes. fight, when he beat Gillespie backstage case when we were in Madison Square Garden, someone asked me, would I you fight about his- him? When, when, when you fight, someone, someone brought up fighting Kevin Lee uh, fighting Islam to Kevin Lee because Kevin Lee was on, was on this run where he wants to fight everyone in their backyard. Like He's like, I want to fight Gillespie in New York. I want to fight Charles, Charles Oliveira in Brazil. And someone goes, would you fight Islam? He goes, would it be in Russia? And they're like, probably not. He goes, nah. I mean, I want that fight, but only in Russia. I think Kevin Lee has been calling Habib out for so long that he might view it as a way to Get his name on. He's not going to fight Habib, but it's obviously he can piggyback off of Habib's fans and just act a fool like he normally does. So I bet Kevin Lee Islam could be a possible fight too. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking. Sorry, I was thinking thinking Islam Gillespie. I love either one. Oh, either one. But Gillespie hasn't fought since getting his head decapitated by Kevin Lee. So if if he if he wants the guy that's above him, Kevin Lee sitting at ten, Islam sitting at twelve, I think that's fun fight too.
2: Did they pull Gillespie from the rankings? Has it it been that long? Is he just? I
4: no. wonder, because no, he was top there. 10.
5: He
2: was, he was in the, okay. Uh, so he's he 13.
5: wanted the Habib fight. He he wanted the Habib fight, um, or at least was working towards the Habib fight. He's certainly the guy who people said, oh, it would be a good stylist to match for Habib. That fight, obviously, is probably never going to happen now, so
3: Islam would really be be the next best thing. Yeah, and Kevin Lee's got so, it, it, I think he had like one ACL tear, and then as he was repairing that one, he tore the other ACL, something mm. crazy like that. Um. More business? Why not? Shema- why not Shemayev and Chaos? Fireworks? We just talked Someone about this that. kind of. Uh, yeah, that's come up. Yeah, yeah. We talk- if, I mean, listen. If 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 for some reason Leon Edwards cannot make it because of the second wave of of COVID and he can't get out of the UK and you need somebody to fill in, I don't know if it's like. I mean, Shamayev is the main event. Like Shmaif the A side of any of these mm-hmm. conversations. I mean, just the way that it is right now. So, sure, why not? Is Chaos Williams all hype? I don't think he'll have the star power like Hamzat Shemaev. I I don't think he's all he, look, look at the guys he's, he's beat. I don't think he's all hype at all. I mean, Alex Murano is no joke, and he knocked him out in 27 seconds. And then Abdul Razak Al-Hassan is no joke either. Oh. He's a guy who typically finishes his fights in the first round. He knocks out him in 30 think, seconds. Remember, I he mean, did Nico I Price? Think,
4: I think I think, yes. I think this uh, I think Chaos Williams is really talented, and I think his next fight <laughs> is going to be the answer we all need. Because let's not forget, Alex Moreno did a whole fight camp preparing for Diego, uh, Diego Lima before they the last minute switcheroo to Chaos Williams, who was making his UFC debut, if I'm not mistaken. So I can't imagine Alex yep. Moreno had any sort of time to prepare or get ready or had any idea that Chaos Williams hit that hard, and then. um Abdul Razak, I was coming off a loss, and he probably just wanted to go in guns. Bla- and he goes in guns bla- blazing anyway. He plays right into Chaos Williams' hands. I really think whoever Chaos Williams fights next is going to be the ant- is going to show if Chaos Williams is the real deal or not. Because right now he looks like the real deal, but like me, I still have questions, which means probably a few other people have questions.
2: I think to uh, me the, the issue is Chaos Williams isn't isn't sitting at a table next to Dana White watching fights. Yeah. That's all it is. If yeah. if Dana was just like Chaos Williams, oh my god, I'm going to I'm going to get his name tattooed on my forehead. He's so good. If he was treating Chaos the same way he was treating um Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Yeah, we would we would be talking about him, but um I don't I, I don't think Dana ever mentioned his
4: name ever. He shook his hand at the end, but that's about
3: it. Yeah, and he said that get, was one of the, the most the whole, vicious knockouts I've ever seen in yeah. my bleeping life.
4: That's what he said to him. Did you come to the press conference someone and you the, say that, man. Yeah. Someone in the chat says chaos versus Rockmanov, and I'm like, I really like that fight, but I don't think time, the time. I don't think it's the time right now. Now that's like, yeah,
3: and th- that's that's even more puzzling because Rockmanov is like, I mean, he beat, he submitted submitted Alex Oliveira in the first round. That is more impressive than anything Hamza Chimaev has done, if we're being honest. Like, the Mirshar knockout was just ridiculous. It was laughable. Like, you're just like, wow. I Like, that is just unbelievable. Like, no one could have expected that to happen. But to submit Alex Oliveira, who missed weight in his UFC debut on short notice like that in the first round, that was probably the most impressive win of of all of them, if we're being honest here. So, Um, no um, hype for Rocky. at all. Not I wanted to address the chaos
5: sorry guys i was i was i've this whole time i've been looking for a picture of chaos williams in the suit he was wearing afterwards because (laughs) uh no we're talking about star power i just uh casey i just sent you the uh a tweet from our our good friend jessica crystal crew um we had a couple which has a couple of images so i don't know if we can get that up there at some point but um he looked fresh he had a (laughs) what what, drip drip what do they say when someone's like redressing really i wouldn't know because i've never done it but uh, when someone dressed really well, they got that, they got that drip, right? So uh, he looked, he Look. certainly looked like a star afterwards. He's certainly dressing like a professional, which, uh, you know, not a lot of fighters can say they do when they're just two oh. two UFC fights in their career. Um,
4: I just looked he up looked, a list. He looked, I, looked of, good. I looked up, I looked up this list of welterweights on the ranking MMA mm-hmm. site. Chaos Williams is sitting at 44 of like the top 50 welterweights right now. There's a few names around him that I wouldn't mind, actually. I hadn't even thought about it. Like uh, Dago Lima, Lyman Good, um, Max Griffin. Um, uh, who else? I, j- I literally just saw another name that I would be like, I, would be, I was really. Oh, Brian Barbaran is sitting right underneath him. So there's a lot of great welterweights. I just don't know a few. But these are all names that are going to test him. And I think for me personally, I have questions about him. Just how good he actually is, which means I'm sure other people still do. I think he's awesome. I just, this next fight is going to answer a lot of questions. Randy Brown is, a, is in that, should be in that conversation too, I think. I think there's a lot of fun fights for him. Give him Diego Sanchez.
3: Sure. Why do you <laughs> fight? No, 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 no. And Diego's going to fight? not. How dare you. How dare, how dare you. How dare you. Who be beat that Matt really Brown? Who beat oh, Matt Brown in by
4: Miguel Baeza? Oh, man. Yeah. Sign me up, man. He's fighting. That's he's too fighting. Up. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right.
2: fights, though. And I just gotta say that that punch that Williams landed was spectacular. The way he split, like he anticipated that mm-hmm. leg kick. Actually, like, um, how do you say his opponent's name? Al Hassan. Al Hassan. Like he didn't really make any technical errors. Like he just he just split that guard and just hit him right on
4: the chin. Just an incredible what a, punch. Just an incredible punch. Incredible timing. What? What about like Jake? What about Jake Matthews, the guy that beat Diego Sanchez? Don't mind that. Yeah. Don't mind that. Yeah. Does uh does the leech have a I fight? I don't think she fighting Dwight. Does he fighting Dwight Grant? Am I Or am I is, imagining that? He is. He was scheduled to fight Dwight Grant, I believe. Uh
3: Not gonna look. Leech, right? Up, but leech, leech, leeches, yeah. yeah.
4: Yeah. 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 Winner of that. Uh, There's um, a lot of fights for him to take. Yeah. Sure. I, I
5: think Jake Matthews. I wonder what would probably want to fight someone with a little more of a name at this point yeah, um, I don't think, so yeah, too, I don't yeah. think he, he should. I don't think he I don't I think he would object to that matchup if it comes along, but he probably wants more of a name. But uh yeah, I mean look back to Sandy Fam's original question. Uh, no, no, he's definitely not all hype. Uh, will he have the power of Kamza? I don't know. I, I would love to see that fight happen for sure. Um, because I've been look, I've been number one on the we're pushing Hamza too fast train. I think everyone knows this, but Obviously, there's no stopping it now. Like you guys mentioned, he's chummy with Dana White. He's been saying all the right things. He's traveling. He's wheeling and dealing. Um, and now he's you know he's got to fight with Leon Edwards. So, uh, yeah, there's really no stopping it now. Maybe if he loses that fight, they dial it back. Somehow, I doubt it. That's just not really how the UFC works. They're not sensible like that. Uh, and, and frankly, Edwards' fight, he can win. Uh,
4: I don't know if I would pick him, but it's, it's certainly a win fight for him. So um, Our fr- no, our I'm good not. friend Farah Hanoon is all aboard the uh, Chaos Williams versus Muneer Lazette train. Ooh. Yeah, I'm about it. That. I am about it. I, yeah. That's that. If I have to pick, that was my initial answer. Like, that's the fight I want to see overall. I think it would test yeah, both men.
3: I, the timing. The timing for both guys is completely different. Like, chaos got in on a pay per view in front of a capacity crowd in Houston with like. And, and it, with space, because like I mean, I think some people knew like this pandemic could could create some chaos. Most people didn't buy into it, and then Hamza jumps on Fight Island in this unique, crazy circumstance and gets a quick finish in a dominant fashion. Like if Chaos Williams fought Alex Morano in July on Fight Island, he might be in a totally different position right now. He might have fought two weeks later and got another knockout, mm-hmm. and then we're you know we're talking about Chaos Williams instead. So just. You know, it was a reintroduction, so to speak. But if you're Chaos Williams, you want to get your ass back in that octagon ASAP. Like, if something comes up, they call you and say, "Hey, we got a 170 fight on December 5th or December 12th or December 19th." You best believe you're signing that contract and you're closing out the year in a big way. Like, you have to do it. That's why if they if for some reason, Bilal, like if they offer him Bilal, you jump on that thing with both feet. And even if you lose, great, you're still. You got some momentum. You're taking a risky fight against a guy who probably should be in the top 15 against uh, with Bilal Muhammad. So he needs to to get back. He needs to get one more in at the end of the year. Is what I'm trying to say. The Bilal yeah. fight makes the most check. Well, there Yeah, that'd be. I mean, it's perfect. Bilal needs an opponent. Chaos got some hype. Jump on it. Oh, Jessica. Hi guys. Okay. So maybe he didn't win, but I told y'all Paul wouldn't get yeah. finished. Who said yeah, who said Paul you, would do
5: she me that? She told you Jose and Jose and Casey. She told you guys. Yeah,
4: I said it. I said my exact phrasing was if there's going to be a finish, it'll probably come in the later rounds. And I would assume de dosanyos gets some sort of arm choke like he normally does, like the Magni and the Kevin Lee thing. My pick wasn't Paul Felder gets finished. I said if there's going to be a finish, this is the most logical path to a finish.
3: That was still kind of friendly, yeah. Jessica. I think she was on Twitter and said uh, she cracked open an alcoholic beverage, so watch out, be, be forewarned. Oh, we're that was still pretty that. nice. That was still a pretty nice co- uh, comment. Though. She at least said hi, guys, first before trying to rip us. Um, Sub dog. But no, Mike and I had both
5: said. Uh, <laughs> Mike and I had definitely both said decision. Uh, we have the topology, uh picks graphic to prove it. Yeah, always you know, flashed out as evidence. I, so.
2: I, I said. I said a poo poo snooze fest. Decision win for RDA. So I, I win. Oh wow, <laughs> that one
5: fight of the night, brother. Um, no, I, <laughs> I, I, I really think that uh, I thought the I really thought the McKenna Hansen fight was a, a little bit better though. But though it was just really great to see. I mean, you, you just Felder's effort was just incredible. You know, that's it, it's it was hard to ignore the storyline, right? If if you if you knew the storyline, it was definitely hard to look past that and not factor that into the action. Well, how about, uh, how, that about you were watching. how about
2: the, the the fact that the UFC let a twelve year old fight in McKenna? Oh my god. <laughs>
5: She's she's twenty one years old, but my goodness, uh, yeah, yeah. In like,
2: her post my like, interview, I was like, "Good five lord, she looks so young."
3: Yeah, uh, McKenna. But, you know, McKenna, she, McKenna was way better than I thought she was going to be. Like, I thought McKenna oh, I, had like I, I, a lot of talent, and I thought like it would take her some time to get there. But man, she she impressed me tonight. Like, she's yeah, she's somebody to get really excited about. No doubt about she it. She got like, in right a lot now,
4: of precarious. She was in a lot of precarious situations that. I know a lot of the narrative with uh, Hanson Hansen was like, I'm not I'm I'm a veteran in this game at 21. McKenna was in a lot of precarious situations that a lot of people a lot older than her and a lot more experienced probably would have fallen to. So yeah, McKenna looked awesome tonight.
2: Oh we yeah, I did. was I was way off of McKenna. I, I I called this a showcase fight for Hansen in the preview show. Mm.
4: I was like, oh, this is just uh, uh, Yeah. I was going through Twitter and like she was getting in a lot of these like submissions, it's uh, like she was stuck in submissions and all this. Like this grappling stuff, and one of the one of the I can't remember who tweeted. One of the fighters was like, because McKenna trains at Alpha Male with Faber. because Uriah Faber was in her corner. Right. He's like, I feel like McKenna has been in all of these situations with everyone at Alpha Male. Like all the chokes are like rear naked chokes and guillotines and all these crazy things. Like, and they're all her size over at Alpha Male. So it's like I feel like she's been in a choke or two in Alpha Male when she's been training.
2: Okay, an sure. impor- important question that hasn't been brought up: um, What do we think of Paul Felder's mustache? I hope it stays. Great, Phenomenal. ten, out of 10, good,
4: 10 nice. out of ten good time.
2: Outstanding. Yeah. If that, I had a mustache, and, that, and that's why you had the performance. Yeah, that that that's why you got the performance. It, it just
4: you I, know how remember McKin, they I have
2: a mustache? Nope. No. Remember, work on that.
4: Remember uh, when Angela was on? she was like, yeah, the Afro definitely absorbs some of the damage. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mustache. Has to. I'm just
3: saying. He looked. He looked like he should have played for the Red Sox in 1987. That's exactly what he <laughs> when like.
4: everyone when everyone was doing cocaine and acid and going out and pitching. Red <laughs> Oil Cam Boyd, yeah, man. Actually, <laughs> yeah.
5: Now that you mentioned it, yes, he looks exactly like
4: him. Oil Cam Boyd, just going out there, just seeing things that aren't there, and still pitching great games. Looking like Jody sh- Reed out there. Sh- shout out to Oil Cam Boyd. One time, he stole my seat at a Celtics game, and I had to kindly remind him. He had he did not want to hear it. Wow. Oh, I'm glad somebody brought this up. Thoughts right, of I UFC two fifty
3: five fight card next Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think it's I'll be there. There. like Jose will be there. Listen, here's here's <laughs> what I want to say. And I, I I think I spoke about this maybe last week or two weeks ago. I know when you see flyweights at the top of the card, you poo-poo it a little bit. It's not Why? it's not Connor. It's not heavyweights. I you know, no. it's, it's 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 don't if you are a fan of the sport, like if this is like the first year you got into it because there's a pandemic and you're looking at this pay-per-view and you're like, Oh, I don't know any of these guys. Like, I don't care. You drop the money on this because the matchups are awesome. Like that title fight, Figueroa versus Perez is really, really good. Valentina Shevchenko is one of the best fighters in the world, male or female. She should be main eventing this card. If we're being honest, there you go. She should be the main event. Yeah. She's fighting Jennifer Maya. She's probably yep. going to win. She's probably going to do something pretty ridiculous that we're going to be talking about after the fight on the post-fight show. Probably get a million questions about it. Then you have Shogun Hua versus Paul Craig, which is just going to be barrels of fun. That's a fun fight. You got Caitlyn Chuquet versus Cynthia
2: Calvino. An important, an important Perry. fight. A very important fight.
3: Yep. Yeah. Mike Perry and Tim Means. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the fight I am most excited about. We know the entire know card. What it is. Brandon Moreno Brandon on Brandon. Brandon Moreno versus Brandon Roybal is outstanding.
4: It is the loser Soser has to become the loser changes his name to Brandon.
3: <laughs> Ooh, wow. Wow. Those are high stakes. Those are very high stakes. That will be the that is the best fight on the card in my opinion. Walking Buckley's Mar- on
4: Walking Buckley. Buckley. Beverly Hills Ninja.
3: I guess Jordan Wright. Kyle Daukus is back after that crazy fight with Brendan Allen. And he took on like 48 hours notice and almost won. Uh, Jared Gooden makes his UFC debut against uh, Alan Ban, the very handsome Alan Joban. Uh, Nicholas Dalby versus Daniel Rodriguez is on this card. It's Dude. a good card. Daniel, so Daniel, good Rodri-
4: card. Daniel Rodriguez is low-key one of the most intimidating men I've ever met. Like just how he carries <laughs> himself and looks. And then you speak to him and he's like the nicest cat in the world. Let me let me let and, me get you guys. Antonina, uh, Antonina
3: versus Ariani Lipsky is on this card. I, well, I, fun
4: card. Look, I know they
5: weren't gonna bump uh Shogun Paul Craig from the main card. That's fine. Shogun's a veteran, he deserves it. He's a name. Mike Perry to means should not be on the main card. They should have bumped that off. Yep. Uh, Mike Perry shouldn't even be Mike Perry shouldn't even be fighting. Okay, screw this guy, first of all. He's a loser. Um, but I would have put the Moreno Roy Val fight on the main card. I, I would have put <laughs> me this a real, real flyweight showcase, which again, I know the words flyweight showcase to some fans and probably to some people in the UFC uh probably makes their skin just burn at the thought of it. But we got to get uh, past this weird stereotype that uh, I still see it. Like flyweights are boring. Some people still think women's strawweights are boring, which again, we just saw a great fight between two 21-year-olds today. Like, uh, And 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 do we did do we not just have be like Joanna Yachechik and like Zhang Lee? Was that not just the, like the best fight of the year? Like what are we doing when we're, we're – we're criticizing either women's MMA in general or the flyweight division, which flyweight produces has to the, the best fights
4: of the year. Like people I, find I, the weirdest uh, thing. Like people were complaining about Pitbull winning. Like people what is calling Pitbull of. Like MMA last, like, fans just need know, to like
5: realize. Yeah, go ahead. Before what is the last around. like super memorable? Uh, and I could be wrong. It could have happened last week, and I'm have forgetting because my memory is terrible. But like super memorable back and forth heavyweight fight. Am I forgetting some like really really good back and forth
2: heavyweight Dude, just fight we had this no, year? No, don't even talk about talk about tonight's card. <laughs> what was the most What was the most forgettable fight on the whole freaking card? Yeah. And a freaking, freaking heavyweight never, fight the most forgettable fight never, i watched that and i go never, you know what i forgot about it let's go on and you would never you would never hear
5: someone say oh we should get rid of heavyweights you would never hear that and i wouldn't say, it. I it's, say it's a that, stupid I thing that. to say no i think it's a, <laughs> I, know I think it's a silly i think it's a silly thing to say and it's but it's just and it's just as dumb to say that you get rid of flyweights. okay so uh i'm not but i'm not speaking to our readers and our uh, our viewers right now because our viewers right now people who stick with us in these post fight shows are usually pretty smart uh so you guys again i thank you always always for watching i know i'm, I'm not yelling at you guys this is Tell your friends. Tell your less educated friends. Tell any Twitter trolls, people on social media you're going to come across that say this crap. You you can blame me, okay. You can blame me for this take. But I'm so tired of people thinking heavyweight or light heavyweight is like better than straw weight, men's flyweight. Like, no, that is absurd. Okay, and and I really wish that UFC would send a message uh, next week. And yeah, look, I know a lot of people wouldn't buy it, but four flyweight fights on the main card should have been four flyweight fights on the main card. I wish they would
4: have bumped up Roy (laughs) Vell. Or Brandon on Brandon to the main event, <laughs> yes. or not main event main card. Uh, I wish they would have moved. I wish they would have moved Shogun and Paul Craig to the December nineteenth and flipped Manel Cape to Pantoja to the main card. So It would have been three men's flyweights, two women's flyweights, and it would have been an f- actual flyweight showcase in the paper mm-hmm. well, card. to be to be
3: fair, oh boy, the original plan was Manel Cape versus Askar Askarov. That was. Mm-hmm. Discussions. It was very close what to being done. In fact, I, I think it was done at one point, but for some reason Askarov couldn't make it, so Cape got bumped back to the Pantoja mm-hmm. fight. But I know the Askarov fight was was very close to being done on this same card. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't Either happen. Way. Either way, this, I will this tell card you, does look good. Yeah. about order aside, this card does look really good. Yeah. I, I will be- tell you one man who is completely okay with it being on the prelims, Brandon Royval. And Brand Royval was so fired up and happy about this that he said, he even said, "quote No one's going to watch the freaking pay per view anyway, so me and Moreno technically are the main event." That's what he said. And <laughs> then he kind of caught a, himself. He goes, "Because I'm going to get fired now, but uh, buy the pay per view, <laughs> buy the pay per view, please." <laughs> a, a Wait a, this, way
2: to sell that. your own weight division, Mister. <laughs> yeah. A lot of guys. Say also, that let's let's trailer.
4: also yeah. <laughs> just a reminder. I talked about it on a side, I believe, or between the links, or the, one of the shows we've done. This ESPN 2 prelims, not ESPN. ESPN 2. Yeah, so if people can't find it, that's where it is. Yeah, none of the, yeah, this
5: ESPN 2, if you want to see sweet, sweet Brandon on Brandon action, uh, you got to go ESPN 2. <laughs> or I think it's, or I think, oh, i it's just It's also on ESPN 2. So yeah, I, don't, I don't like the way you say that, AK. What, Brand- sweet, sweet Brandon on Brandon action?
1: Yeah, I love it, <laughs> is it, the, is it, the,
5: is it. Is it the eye contact? Is it because I'm looking right at your eyes when I say it? Is that part of what bothers you?
1: I don't know. Are we
5: going
3: back to Zoom? Oh God! Right. Sweet, sweet Brandon on Brandon action. <laughs> I feel like we should have the saxophone of Careless Whisper in the background if we do that. We really going to do a card.
0: We're so really gonna have to really off
2: some of
5: those some of those boxes on the monetization section this time
2: it, it really <laughs> hurt it really hurt that Garbrandt's off the card because they just yeah. I, I get the casuals needed that needed that name on yeah. the guy they've seen before and unfortunately we we know uh we know alex Perez is a badass but has he been on a has he been on well a, has he been a featured fight ever like yeah. uh, formica
5: was that that no that was a prelim right
2: yeah, like, I I, I can't even remember like, yeah. him being a uh, main he has never he's never like, been a main or co-main he's, No. He's like, yeah, no. I mean. and the
5: UFC and the UFC is going to wonder, "Oh, why is he why are people not interested in him?" It's like, you don't know, showcase him. Uh, he wasn't I mean, the I, main yeah. card January 25th show uh, ESPN Plus show. Yeah.
4: Was that the Blades Dos Santos card? You're correct. Sir. I think yeah, he fought Espinoza and before, but then everyone else yep. above him I think deserved to be above him. Cuz I yeah. think that was Keane already in Blades sure. JDS, mm-hmm. so like I get it. But
5: but they're not showcasing these guys, and then they wonder why there's no, why there's no cat, no interest in them guys. You <laughs>
2: gotta promote. I gave it. I gave him Maya. We don't. We, no one giving Maya a chance, but Maya got showcased because Maya Maya was in a high profile fight against JoJo like, Carterwood. So we kind of had this momentum going with Maya. With Perez like, look it just at, feels
4: weird. Looking at, looking at looking Al- at Alex Perez fought at UFC 220 on the. Early fight pass prelim, so one of the ones that wasn't on FX at the time or the pay per view. He won. He beat Shorty Torres by KO. The other two fighters that won on the early prelims, Jang Wiley and Cheeto Vera, and look where they are right now. <laughs> Crazy, Alex Perez. Everyone else, and then a- everyone that won in the in the on the prelim card, Alex heck, Alex Perez. I'd still favored above above them, like. Pedro Munoz, Ricky Simone, Ricardo Hamos, Shaman Moraes. I would still put Alex Perez higher on the card than those those guys right now.
3: Um Alex Perez, the first going. ever contender series fighter contract winner Whoa. to earn a UFC title fight. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's good. That's that's so there huge. You go. That's huge.
2: Um,
5: like, I want that's what
4: they should be selling. Dana White's like, everyone, go look at this. All oh, that crazy. Yeah, they they they, like, they, Contender they,
2: guy. That's very much all they've been selling. Yeah, that's, I, I think that's <laughs> the only selling point. Really, Who could be it the with. next
5: Alex Perez on this week's episode of Contenders. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, the little bit, A little bit of, you know, i the prince of positivity, but a little bit of skepticism here. Is there any chance that Shevchenko Maya is like, an entertaining fight, there's really no no nice way for me to ask this question.
2: I I, I don't expect it. Like you to think, think it's gonna be like Carmouche, the Carmouche fight, the, 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 the 25 minutes of something. Boy, what maybe it, not uh, that bad because I think Maya
5: at least has a specialty with which she can try to sort of impose her will, but I just don't think it's a specialty that she can impose her will on against Shevchenko. Uh,
2: so I think, I think it will be an exciting fight, I think it'll be one side, a really? one side of whooping. my, oh, okay. I know Maya's been in some some whatever mm-hmm. fights, but she's also been in some really good fights too. Um, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Dude, Maya just rolled through JoJo. What was wrong with that? You, th- like, no one, no one's rolled through JoJo like that since maybe uh, Jessica Andrade, and we know how good yeah. she is. So I mean, and and if, I don't know if you saw it, but Maya versus Porto when she won the Invicta belt was a great 25 minute fight. So um, right. when Maya, when she's in the right matchup, she is very exciting for sure. That's what but I, I, but, I don't but, think. That's, that's our problem is I don't so, think. But, but, right but she's no different from Valentina in the sense. Valentina has been in some crazy fun fights. Yeah, she wins, but she's been to some super forgettable fights. Correct, the second so, Nunez fight, as well. Yeah, there's, yeah. So, um, yeah,
3: she's very dominant. It's good card. I got. I just want to get Casey yeah. fired up. <laughs> but listen, listen, and I know she made way for the for the Calderwood fight. Jennifer Maya's weight is something. Is a story heading into Saturday, me, next Saturday's don't, card. Don't get me excited. You know I love weigh-in drama. You know I listen, love weigh-in drama, I'm like Don't. They want to get me started. They want to bring. They want to bring Lauren. But Lauren Murphy has been discussed to be a potential alternate. I know that there's been conversation between the two. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I know they there's conversation between the two, but she should be ready. I mean, you do have she Calvillo be. and you do have Chikagin, but I, I think Murphy is ahead of both of them right now in terms of yep. like who would get the shot. Murphy would probably take it too, but you'll hear more I'm about gonna. that tomorrow on MMAfighting.com When that interview drops solo. Ooh. do we have anything Jeez. else? What do we got? Yeah, else?
2: I think we're I think uh I think we're good, gentlemen. I think we're good. We've gone um hour and twenty-five minutes.
5: My goodness. Yeah, everyone we may- who sticks, at, everyone who sticks around. You guys are the best. I don't care if I sound like a broken record, and I say this every time I do one of these post fight shows. You guys are the you guys are the friggin' best. I love you guys.
3: He dropped the F R dash 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 word at the end. Dropped a friggin'. Sound like you're from Massachusetts, kid. Oh, I know. Again, wait, look. I I'm like Philip like
4: like, Rivers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, man. You guys are talking. You guys are talking sports. I'm, I'm lost. Actually, <laughs> yeah. No one.
4: No one has any idea what's going on right now. Alex, you know who Philip Rivers is. Of course, he was <laughs> the
5: quarterback for the Chargers. He still is.
4: No, no. He's on. He's on the Indianapolis Colts now. He moves closer he? to you. Yeah. Goodness me! Okay, okay. If oh, you need to throw a ball thirty yards. He's not your guy, but if you need a quick check down to a running back or a tight end for three yards, Philip Rivers is your guy. Hall of Famer, Phil Rivers, hundred percent. I'm not going to argue that. Hundred percent, he is. I've heard some people. I've heard people say maybe. This is, maybe those people those people are stupid. Look who's in <laughs> the NFL Hall of Fame. Anyone can make it. Well, I mean the numbers. Are uh, okay. Anyway, sorry, Mike. Mike Radison. Wow. <laughs> wait, 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 what are, the heck? Is, is there still a San uh, Diego
2: Chargers? Are they still a team? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, they're
4: no, no, the LA, LA Chargers. Oh, yeah, like, I'm sorry. LA. Chargers. <laughs> I, I
2: have I live in LA. I had no idea. This is news. Wait, I thought, <laughs> I thought only the way I thought the Rams Casey, Casey. wait, are the Rams a team?
4: Casey, not only yes, are they LA in teams. L Casey, they're not in LA. What? They're in Englewood.
2: Oh, I can see. I'm like, (laughs) what? Oh, there they are. Look out your your
5: window. They're playing a game right
4: now. They are. They're they're playing they're they're sharing the stadium with the Rams.
2: (laughs) I had no clue. I just thought there was a bunch of traffic outside for no reason. All right. This is all
3: small world. Small world. The the town you live (laughs) in. Did you know the Raiders are in Las Vegas now?
4: Why? What? What do you mean? Because they moved there. they, They moved. They're the Las They're built Vegas Raiders. That's why they built the they, they built. Oh, a new that, new big, that big
2: turdy golden turd thing. Yeah. And the side of the. No, freeway. no, no,
4: no. The golden turd is the T Mobile Arena. The oh, stadium is the big black one. Ah, it big. looks awesome. It actually okay. looks really cool.
5: Uh, we have a comment, uh, which I have to acknowledge. Jeremiah, and this is going to start another <laughs> half an hour discussion, by the way. Jeremiah K., professional chess. <laughs> Better than the NFL. Uh, shout out to the uh, the Queen's Gambit and Taylor
4: what
5: show. What a show that uh, Hey was, uh, I still I still got a couple episodes watching. I'm not spoilers, spoilers, no spoilers, I'm not spoilers. no spoilers. I, I'm not saying it's my favorite show. It is a really good show. I, and anyone who has Netflix, there's no reason not to watch it, is what I'm saying. Check check that out. The you Queen's see, see, Gambit. If you love if you love chess, which like Jeremiah K in our comments, then go for it.
2: See that chess board back there? If oh. any of you any you YouTube commenters want to challenge me, I got a board right there. We'll play.
4: Don't, you, no, don't don't come over here. So, I'm just joking. <laughs> you don't know where I live. Before we sign <laughs> off, before we sign off on facts, my brother Miguel, my young brother Miguel, is a ranked chess player in New England. He's unbelievable. Oh, I want I can end this on an MMA
5: note. Wait, your brother, your brother's a ranked chess player
4: in, in New England. Yeah, <laughs> he go, pretty, he like travels smart. to other states to play chess. Oh, and oh, like oh, gets New money England. for it. Oh, yeah, and, and, like, and like gets I mean, money not, for it's it. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's
5: not exactly a brain, it's not exactly a brain trust out there. So, I mean, that can't be that hard. Yeah. So, you know,
4: the birthplace uh, of America.
3: <laughs> How dare you?
5: That, that, ex, that, ex, that, explains, that explains a lot.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, How's that
1: turning did you see, out? <laughs> did
5: you, that MMA talk guys, MMA show. Come on. Did oh yeah. See, MMA, what, MMA. Did you see Angela Hill's connection to the show? Tell me more. You didn't see this? Angela Hill. So Angela Hill. So there's two uh, twins on the show. One of the brother. Uh, so, oh yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the actors who plays one of the brothers used to train uh, at the same gym as Angela Hill. I, I think actually he knew her before she became a pro. And she said on Twitter that uh, actually he was someone who encouraged her to go into professional MMA. So if you watch uh, so there is an MMA connection to the Queen's Gambit. Apparently one of the actors uh, is a friend of Angela Hill's and, uh, and it was a, a, a part of her career.
2: And, and my connection to chess is I joined the chess club in high school because I needed an extracurricular activity because that's what my high school counselor told me if I want to go to college.
3: And look how you turned up. And now you're here in a in a virtual room with us and all of these people. Paid off for you, sir. Your chess skills led to greatness. And here we are. And there's the music. Oh, by the way, oh, the for Oscar those who music. want to they're playing us off. They're playing us off for those who want to hear more from Chaos Williams, you'll be able to hear from him on Thursday. On what the heck he'll be there, Uh, along with a couple of former UFC world champs as well. So the lineup is loading up in a in a fun and exciting way. So get ready for that. As UFC Vegas 14 in the books for now. We'll be talking more about it on between the links. Of course, on to the next one, which will probably drop in podcast form tomorrow. We're gonna get those out early for all you wonderful folks. But that's it for Casey, A.K. Jose. I am Mike Heck. Good night, everybody.
2: AK wave AK. Oh yeah, I like that. I like it.
3: That's good.
5: Brandon on Brandon. <laughs> Freak.
3: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
0: and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Dumbay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
1: What does it take to be an entrepreneur, and how is it changing in our ever-evolving business landscape? This is Scott Galloway, host of the Prop G Podcast and an entrepreneur myself.